Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Ooh, let's try not to hiccup. Uh, my name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's poppin', Ricardo? What's cracking, bro? What's cracking? Uh, the Patriots fifty-four point victory. That's what's cracking. That is what's up. Uh, yeah, At Patriots fans. You know, it's so. It's actually kind of funny. Maybe I should wait later in the show to say this because everyone who's not a Patriots fan is just clicking out because it's like you know, bragging, but. You know, you know the Patriots are doing okay, at least at quarterback, when everyone on Twitter is absolutely destroying anybody who likes Mac Jones. <laughs> it's like everyone attacks him, and it's, all, it's just all of them mentally realizing that Mac Jones might be a good quarterback for the Patriots, and if he is, that we, they might have to deal with us for longer. Deal with it again, yeah. <laughs> Either that way, you still got to deal with Brady. <laughs> yeah. Can't lose him. Yeah. Tommy boy. Yeah. Anyway, so today we have uh, waiver wire for week eight. Um, we're going to break down some guys you should pick up for this week as bye weeks continue and as the season moves along. Uh, very interesting, interesting week in the NFL. Um, but anyway, before we jump into all of that stuff, check our website, fantasygymies.com. Follow us Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all up, all them places. Just hit us up. Uh, and then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platforms, just hop down below, pause the pod, and share a review. Uh, and then, and then, or uh, leave a review, and then uh, share this podcast. Hit one of those share buttons somewhere on your uh, podcast platform, and just send it to a friend and say, "Listen, you need to listen to this podcast. It'll make you better, even though I don't want it." So, right? Maybe, uh, maybe be like, "Hey, they're they're like, why are you so good?" And you can be like, "Well." Well, there's this podcast list. Yeah. And then there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below uh, any questions about the waiver wire you may or may not have for this week. Um, any thoughts yes. on the week, Rick? Um, no, it was an injury riddle the week for sure. With all the buys <laughs> and stuff, it's kind of totally. tough. Um, it's been bad. Is Tom Brady really ever going to fall off a cliff? Had another I don't four know. touchdowns. I was this talking week. about that this week, and I was like, you know, He's every, time, every time he sets a goal for himself, he reaches it, right? When he was 40, he was talking about playing until he's 45. He's 44 right now. Next season's 45 season. So it's like, okay, Brady retires after his 40. No, he's decided now that he could play till he's 50. Another thing, do we want to talk about the Chiefs at all? Three and four. Yeah. What's going on? Um, I saw a picture online. You know, remember when uh, Patrick Mahomes this offseason got engaged? Oh yeah. Ever since then, <laughs> I know moment, this. I, yeah, I say I that. Saw I was going to post it on the fantasy champions account because I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I don't know. It's you know what's happening. Mahomes has made uh, thrown a lot of picks this year, regardless of whether they were his fault or not. Yep. And uh, from what no, I, a lot of them are. His, I mean, not all of them, but there have been a decent amount that was his fault. Right. Would, um. But from what I've heard is it looks like he's too scared to make another mistake right now. So he's playing. Which is not how he plays. Which is not how he plays. When he's at his best, 
when he's slinging it, like running out of the pocket, you know, trying to make plays, doing his thing. And right now he's he's trying not to do that. So we get and it's not working. It's not working for him. Um, the Chiefs will be fine. They'll make the playoffs. I heard some people talking about they might not make the playoffs. I'm like, <laughs> I'll be fine. Idiots. You telling me that the Chiefs can't win ten straight games and <laughs> please, they almost went undefeated last year. Uh, I do think the Buccaneers may have put together a plan in the Super Bowl that has somehow contained Patrick Mahomes in that offense. Really, I love I I no, I don't love Patrick Mahomes. Uh but Mahomes is a ridiculously talented and good player, but I think a lot of the Chiefs offense and a lot of what Mahomes does is predicated on Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And when you start yeah. taking one of those guys out of the plan, they don't really have a third option no, either. And everyone's we can keep pretending that Allen Robinson or somebody's going to get traded there. It's not going to happen. They don't have enough money for that. I mean, Juju had a contract sixth of their freaking cap. Juju? Oh, I mean, they would have definitely taken Juju. That's an affordable guy. He's going to be even cheaper this year. But I don't don't know what's happening to the Chiefs. And everyone, you know, you can't can't blame it on a backup quarterback going in because of a concussion because three of those quarters the Chiefs didn't score a point uh, touchdown-wise. So, or didn't score a touchdown, I should say. Right. So, I, I don't know. I love it. I honestly, it's great. The parody, Arizona it is Cardinals. Nice. It is nice. It is nice. It's nice not to be like, because Mahomes was starting to look like it was going to be like, you know, I love the Patriots, but as a football fan outside of that, it was looking like it, Mahomes was going to be the next dynasty and everyone likes it now, but wait 10 years from now when he's been in five straight Super Bowls and you're all like, oh God, I can't stand this guy anymore. Yeah, exactly. I just decided um, to not like him now. Seven weeks into the season, uh, who's the Super Bowl favorite for the AFC? I would say two weeks ago it was the Chargers for me. Yep. I don't know about that anymore. I'm gonna because there's, there's a bunch of five and two teams, right? Yeah. Let me let me pull up the AFC standing so I can speak intelligently. Do the Bengals are first in the AFC? Oh, North. I would say I would honestly. I was I was watching um <laughs> I was freaking watching the uh what is it the football the Bengals game on Sunday and I yeah. was I was literally sitting there going I want this team to be good so bad. I do too. I, I, I don't think Joe they're Burrow. actually that good yet though. I think they're they're better than people will give them credit for in the beginning of the year and they're a good team but I don't think they're like Super Bowl team. Yet. Honestly, if we're being legit legitimately honest, if the Chiefs are really not this good, um yeah, it's probably going to pick be the Bills and the Bills or the Ravens. Yeah, I would have guessed. I would have said, I would say Bills too. I think a team that might go under the mm-hmm. radar because they're they've been battling all that injuries, but I think the Browns are still a good team. I mean, Baker's got to figure it out though. But um, when they're fully healthy, at least they're they're up there. Yeah, but yeah, I would say the Bills too. I'm rooting for the Bengals though. They make it out yeah, of this conference and go for the a trip. I love. Yeah, I'm even. I've been kind of rooting for the Raiders. I don't know why. <laughs> you just secretly just because they've been Raiders. so bad. Uh, and with the John Green, I saw a beat reporter well. for the Lions say that there's a legitimate argument you can make about them being five and one. <laughs> it's because they they've been in. Um, like, they, okay, they've had not, so many like one score game. losses. I know, but it's like the same thing as Patriots fans, you know. You know, same, it's it honestly, could be uh, five and two. Either way, so yeah, 
Uh, the NFL season's been interesting. We should, uh, in week eight or nine at the halfway point, uh, go through a conversation about uh, halfway through the season and the the waiver. I mean, not the waiver wire, the um, what's NFL going season. on in fantasy because uh, there's some weird uh, stuff. Rick told me before oh, yeah. the show, seven weeks in, Dalton Schultz. You know, you had a bye week still while tight end 15. I mean, tight end ten, 5. 10, 5, yeah, Gross. with a bye week. But uh, either way. Let's jump into our waiver wire because that's we're here to talk. Uh, that's what we're here to talk about. We're gonna try to um, expediently go through each one of these guys because um, usually we spend way too long on it. I'd love this show to be twenty minutes. And I'm yeah, sure, I'm sure people listening would love this show to be twenty minutes as well. Um, but anyway, so let's start with the quarterback position. I believe Trevor Lawrence's bye week was this week. Um. Mm-hmm. And he has actually shown, uh, you know, everyone's talking about Mac Attack, Mac Jones, uh, as the, so far, this season has been the best quarterback in the class. Not saying he's going to end up being that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been playing as, you know, he's been playing the best out of the rookie quarterbacks. But Trevor Lawrence is not too far behind him. Without the turnovers in the first couple games, you know, he would be ridiculously good. Now, He's had some good gains and some bad games. This kind of reminds me of what Joe Burrow's rookie season last year, fantasy wise, mm-hmm. where he was like getting twenty five, you know, and then he got seventeen, and then he got ten, and then he got three, and it was just like, okay, what what are you actually gonna? <laughs> you wanted to start Burrow, but you just couldn't because it was like, is this guy gonna be consistent? Um, so right. the question is, do we pick up Trevor Lawrence here for Week Eight against Seattle? Um, it's hard to rely on Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. uh, for fantasy, but, um, it's a good matchup. I think if with uh, even more bye weeks and quarterback injuries and everything, um, mm-hmm. I think he should definitely be in consideration cause he's probably going to be like a top 15, top 16 quarterback this week. That's fair. Um, so yeah, I mean, if, if you, if you need a quarterback, he's definitely on the list. I don't know if he'd be my top option, though, but yeah. Okay. Um, I think what people are kind of looking at is there's there's some games down the stretch that are a little bit easier. Um, Houston Jets, week 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that he did good. I see it's, it's like against Houston and Tennessee, he did 25 and 23 so far this yeah. year. So maybe I mean, that's you're looking at the six point touchdown. Oh, is it, are you kidding? Me? Usual. Am I really doing that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, yeah, the league is so messed up. Touchdown, by the way. So screw you. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. So Trevor, <laughs> Trevor, but anyway, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't know that I'm running out to grab him, and I don't know if he's like a fantastic streaming option for this week. Um, yeah. I, I he's not bad. It's, it's just inconsistent. Bad, but, like even against a good yeah. matchup, like last week against Miami, he had 15 points in London, and that might be because they were in London. But it's like so far this year against easy matchups, he's had 22, 22, and 15. Um, and there's only like four, maybe five easier matchups for him on the season. So I don't know if he, even if it's a long like play, but um, I mean, whatever floats your rocker, I guess. I'm not really excited about T-Law. Um, Daniel Jones, I, I really don't want to talk about Daniel Jones again. And, you know, he's one of the, he's like, he's starting to become the quarterback version of Christian Herndon for me and. Uh, Chris Herndon for me and uh, Rick a couple years ago. Yeah, because he's on this list every week, and 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 his, he was, his own percentage never changes, but he still blows. He was also, um, yeah. Well, he was also our sit of the week, but he he actually played okay. 
Um, it was points. it was right for fantasy though because he only had 17 points, so it wasn't like he did great. Mm-hmm. But he won the game and he like made plays at the end of the game to win the game. So I was like, every week you get something new with Danny Dimes. It's true. <laughs> I don't know. It's true. I just wish he. Chiefs, I, I so. just wish he did one thing, and that was bring fantasy victories. Yeah. When you actually start him. Would you play him against the Chiefs though, with uh, uh, potentially his receivers coming back? God, that's so tempting. Against easy matchups this year, he has 29, 16, 4, and 17. Was the 4 the game he got injured? Okay, it was. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that one out. So 17, 16, and 29. See, I don't I mean, know. Yeah. I don't know what Danny dies. Because he'll have a game against Denver and a game against New Orleans where I he's know. got a tough it's matchup just... and he goes 21 and 27. And then he has an easy game against Atlanta and an easy game against Carolina against quarterbacks so far this year. And he scores 16 points. It's like, what are you actually going to do, Daniel Jones? <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's so... <laughs> It's so weird with him. Honestly, if you if you need a start this week against KC would, is probably the best thing you're gonna get. You do, would you do Trevor Lawrence or Daniel Jones? Oh this god, week? I would I would have to say Danny Dimes. Me too. Okay. Um, surprisingly enough, I wanted to touch on this. Mac Jones had 22 fantasy points. I want to say. I think 22. Yeah, um, 22. And it wasn't until this week that I started realizing that. Um, Hmm. Maybe Mac Jones can have some fantasy relevance because I just oh. wrote him off altogether. Um, for this year, hell no. Like when you roasted me for taking him in the second round of a Superflex rookie draft, bro. I wanted Mac Jones. That's why I roasted you. No, you were like he's not gonna, he's not going to do anything fantasy wise. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> um. So no, I mean I mean for him this year he's had 15 14 17 12 15 and then he had a 22 point game. Really for him it's going to it's going to be like like the two touchdowns is doable for him on a week to week basis uh again especially against easier matchups. But mm-hmm. uh the question is can he hit 307 yards on a weekly basis or not 307 yeah. precisely but 300 plus because that's where in 19 gonna... rushing yards well yeah that's, that's an a extra whole other two fantasy points. So uh as far as like where I would you know, slot Mac Jones in at this point. Um, he's a fine for a super flex league. Like if you're in a super flex league and you need a guy for your super flex slot, um, I think he mm-hmm. would be, he would get the job done for the most part. Um, but in a one quarterback redraft, one quarterback redraft, just no. Yeah, I agree. Maybe against like a real easy matchup, but I don't. Even then, I'd be nervous, yeah. but yeah. It's too much. I We had a guy in our league that just randomly like started him. Of course, the most fancy points of his life. <laughs> of course. Uh, and then um, the only other guy that I wanted to touch on, and then you can uh, reference anybody that you think is streamable this week, Rick, um, but okay. is Deshaun Watson. And this week has been a really strange week. There was a report that he was going to get traded to Miami. And then there was a report that said he wasn't going to get traded Miami and nothing was done and there was they weren't even close. And then there was another report that came out that said he was going to Miami and that they were trading Tua to the Washington football team and among other things. And it's just all a cluster frick of a week. And uh, we still don't know what's going on. But some people have ran out and pick up picked up Deshaun Watson. Now, he's not going to play this week. But even if he, if he gets traded, you know, like tomorrow, he's still not going to play this week. That's... 
a given to me. I don't even know that he's going to play the rest of the season because as soon as this guy gets traded, the NFL is going to come down with some kind of like suspension or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you interested in picking up Deshaun Watson rest of the season? Um, it's kind of a I picked him up for one second because I thought he was actually traded. Yeah, and then you drop. So that's the thing. Like, if he gets traded to the Dolphins, like in the next couple minutes, or the Washington Football Team, or the Broncos, Mm -hmm. or the Panthers, whatever, then yeah, I think you you would. But as long as he's not on a team, I don't know. It's kind of in a one quarterback league, like playing on that team. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Kind of gross. Any other quarterbacks? Um, I was looking at the list here. Kirk Cousins is playing Dallas. That's an interesting one. It's so gross because of how bad he's been, but Darnold against the Falcons could be a bounce back week, but he has without McCaffrey with and without McCaffrey, his numbers are actually insane. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It in not in a good way. Um, no, not at all. Yeah. Maybe uh, Carson Wentz plays the Titans. That's not awful, but there's nothing that really catches, catches any, uh, catches my eye. So, okay. Um, let's move on to the running back position on the week. Um, there's some interesting guys. I love that the list is shorter at this time of year. I know. So it's not absolutely disgusting. Um, but let's let's jump in, talk a little bit about this. Um, Miles Sanders is out. Um, and with that being said, for the most, I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm making the assumption that he's out. They said he has a high, He's, severe high ankle sprain, so that would yeah, that, that, would that sounds like a six week injury, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, sounds like a six week injury. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, uh, but anyway, Kenny Gainwell is the guy I think sitting behind Miles Sanders, waiting for the work, um, and I think that if you have him rostered, that's fantastic. If you don't, um, I would go pick him up. Uh, he has shown signs in the passing game where he kind of looks. Miles Sanders is, was supposed to be a ridiculously good pass catching back, um, and he really has been inconsistent at best pass catching in the NFL so far. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Gainwell has actually showed some really good receiving chops, so I would say I would say he's a great pickup. And I don't want to really buy too much into the Eagles' offense right now because it really hasn't been that great. Um, but if Kenneth Gainwell can get on the field, get a majority of the opportunities and do something with them, then he, I honestly, I love Miles Sanders, but can he do any different than what Miles Sanders is doing right now on the ground? Yeah. Yeah. Can he, can he, can he either do the same or improve on what Miles Sanders is doing? To be honest on the ground, I don't think so. But the difference is, uh, it's cause Miles, he's only getting nine carries. He had six this week. He had 11 the week before seven and two. So Gainwell's not getting, getting 20 carries, but the thing that with Gainwell is if he gets 10 carries for like 40 yards and then he gets what he's doing in the receiving game, like four catches for 40 yards as well. then he, he's going to be a decent PPR option, half PPR. And then if he gets any touchdowns, which he has been this year, he has three, which is I think three more than Miles Sanders. Um, yeah. Then yeah, week he's gonna be a good start week to week. He's mm. gonna be like an RB two. So yeah, I mean he's he's definitely a good pickup. I do think it's um, important to note though how long Miles Sanders is out and keep an eye on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for when that report comes out, because if it's mm. only like two or three weeks, it's I think it changes the game compared to like six or seven weeks. 
Because mm-hmm. if he's out like six weeks, then I think you you put a good chunk of change on Gainwell on the waiver market. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree. Um, and right now, I mean, it's a thirsty market for uh, running backs, so it's probably going to cost you a penny. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Um, we transition right into Rashad Penny. If you oh, would nice. like. Nice. Good job. Take that right into take that right into to Rashad Penny. Um so Penny is it Rashad Penny is uh essentially I, I don't know what you want to call you you would want to call him. Me and Rick have been going back and forth. Obviously this is recorded on Monday, so Monday night football is gonna happen tonight. We're gonna find out who actually is the lead back for uh <laughs> Seattle. But there has been a lot of conversation about who is the number one guy. Um I think Collins is playing to playing on Monday night, right? Yeah, it's so gross. They have Collins, Penny, DJ Dallas, Travis Homer all playing. Oh, good. Four running backs. So, um, Penny, Penny is their number two guy, and Collins has been playing really well. So, mm-hmm. I would, I would think this is a split scenario. But if something big happens mm-hmm. on Monday night and Penny goes off, this is a guy that you need to get on your teams. You should have already picked him up last week when we found out that he was going to play on Monday night. That should have already been a thing. But um, if people have not picked him up in your league, I would pick up Penny right now. Yeah, he should 100% be um, on your team. Chris Carson is on IR, and it it could be a Michael Thomas situation with him too, where, where um, there's been reports about his neck and like it's an actual problem. Um, like It's a serious injury, so if he misses any time, it's just Penny and Collins. And they might split, but the Seahawks typically don't. They like to have one guy carry majority of the work, and they just ride the hot hand. Um, Penny has a real chance to take this backfield, um, and it's going to be interesting. I mean, th- we pre-recorded this show on Monday, so he already played. Uh, we'll right. see how he does. Yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> there has been reports of uh, trade deadline talks of Marlon Mack moving from Indianapolis to somewhere. Um, I don't think that there's going to be a midseason move of Marlon Mack. The only place that I could see is is maybe Baltimore because their their attack is heavily heavily predicated on the run, and they need a running back who can run the ball effectively. And I think Marlon Mack can still do that. Um, but there's been rumors about the Indianapolis Colts trading Marlon Mack to some other football team. Um they're probably just going to get scraps for him. So I don't even know what the point of that would be, but people have talked about that and another running back being on the market. Uh, if this guy goes somewhere else, say Baltimore, is he a guy that you want to pick up and roster before that happens? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he would be worth a pickup, but I'm not picking him up until he gets traded. Yeah. You know? Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, and then outside of that, I don't really, unless you want to jump on. Brandon. No, I, th- I think that's probably it. Brandon Bolden, bro. <laughs> you want to snag Brandon Bolden? Go get that guy, and then he'll—he's—he's he's he'll the James White role. That's what he's playing. He'll be inactive next week. Yeah, I know. That's All gross. right, let's jump into the wide receiver position. Um, Michael Gallup's coming back from injury. We talked about him last week. Um, I don't know if you have any more thoughts on him, Rick, but I would pick up Michael Gallup now. He should be owned. One hundred percent should be owned. Yeah. Uh, Lavisca Chenault. Um, I think he was a casualty. Um, he was a casualty in our league, one of our leagues, uh, of bye weeks and having a short bench in some of these redraft leagues. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
So Chenault is a guy that I would pick up this week um, because he's coming off that bye, and I think he actually has a good shot rest of season to have some success. I don't know if you agree or disagree with that. I agree, but it's 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 still kind of gross the way he's played. Um, and not all of it his, is his fault. It's also the way he's been utilized. But yeah. yeah, he should still be owned though in leagues. Like he should still at least be on your bench. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Uh, I was gonna say Rashad Bateman has played two games yeah. now, and people are like, "Well, Bateman's so good." And I'm like, "Okay, I agree." I love Bateman, but can we relax for five seconds? His catch rate's like freaking 40%. That's not entirely his fault, but yes, you are correct. <laughs> like, the other thing is, like, I was talking to somebody I was talking to somebody on Sunday who has Bateman on their team, and they're like, oh, who knows? And somebody offered, oh, what was it? It was Rashad Bateman for, um, like, an established wide receiver, and I can't remember who who it was but they rejected it okay. uh and i was like why would you reject was it a home league? rashad bateman what was it a home league yeah yeah i i asked about bateman to that guy and he was like i'm not trading him like, yeah yeah no so he's in on Bateman. <laughs> and i'm like okay first off they still don't even though they've had a small uptick in passing uh they still don't throw the football a lot um and bateman has only been getting what five targets a game he has six in both games okay so even at that, the role that he plays is not going to be conducive to a lot of fantasy output, at least in year one. Yeah. And I could I be wrong he's... about that, but I just don't like I don't see it with Bateman. He's coming off an injury as a rookie where he had to miss seven weeks, six weeks, whatever. I mean, I'm intrigued by him. I think he should be rostered as well, but I mean that particular person has his hopes up. I think for Bateman Way because I think high. like he's not he's not putting up Jamar Chase numbers or anything like that. No. And I think he's clearly the number two option in the passing game or number three behind Andrews and uh, Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. So at six targets a game, he's not going to do anything crazy. But yeah. you know, you could see a couple of weeks where he's gets like ten fantasy points to twelve fantasy points and is a flex option mm-hmm. on a week to week basis. So I don't I don't hate Bateman. I think he should be owned. But for this year, yeah, I mean, he's. I think he's probably has a ceiling. Yeah, I agree. Um, Green Bay Thursday night football. Uh, what's his name? Devontae Adams is out with COVID. He's been on on the COVID list. I don't know if he has COVID. Adams is out with he's, COVID. He's going to be out. Yeah, I don't know if he has COVID or he just got exposed he, or whatever. Didn't he play this past week or was it like today where he got COVID? I don't think he has COVID. I think he's been exposed to it. I don't know. But he's oh, on yeah. some form of a list. Google it. You know, he's he, not playing this Thursday. <laughs> he, he tested positive today. Oh, okay, yesterday. yeah. So he's out Thursday. Um, the he's next, likely out. He next need... man up is either Randall Cobb yeah. or Alan Lazard. Um, yeah. So I would I would roster either one of those guys uh, for the yeah. for the week. if And you can drop him as soon as you find out whether Devontae Adams is in or out. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. this could be a Bob Tanyan week. I could. He had himself down this week. Could Sixteen fans. Could points. be a Bob Tanyan week. I don't know. I think Lazard. Lazard is the guy, though. Yeah. If, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and then, what, what do you have any thoughts on Will Fuller? Um, he has barely even played. I think he, he played mm-hmm. in one game, and Tua wasn't even. It was a Jacoby Brissett game, mm-hmm. so he didn't really do much. But uh, he had six targets. 
And then in the second game, he got hurt. So, yeah, we haven't even seen what he's done with Tua. I mean, he should be owned. He's another guy who should be owned in leagues. Um, but don't get your expectations too high. But we'll see how it goes. I, I still want to see how he plays with Tua, though. Okay. Um, and then there's some other guys here. I don't really want to talk too much about them, but uh, Russell Gage had a good week this week. Um, Atlanta went back to what they know, and that's throwing the football a lot, and Russell Gage benefited. Um and then uh, Darius Slayton is meh. Yeah, no, I'm not. No, Slayton should not be picked up. He was only playable this week because of the injuries to that receiving core. Okay, let's uh, talk about tight ends real fast. Bob Tanya, pickup of the week. Yeah, he oh, is. I gave my feelings a second ago. Love Bob. I feel like I'm going to talk about Tanya a lot this week. Honestly, worth it because he's. Coming, dude, he's coming off a 14 and a half point week and half PPR. Yikes. 16 in PPR. There you go. Um, There's that football with Devontae Adams, top red zone target. Maybe. After Could five be. straight weeks of like two fantasy points. Bro, I don't, I want to watch Thursday night football. And I want, this is at least such a good game. Cardinals, Packers, we'll talk yeah. about it tomorrow. But I'm not looking forward to watching Rodgers for three hours. Why he's you hate so far off. I used to be a big Rogers guy, and he's just like, I can't stand him now. That's insane. Too much pride. Too much. Too much. It, it's kind of funny. Trash but talking the was... Bears. That's like, like, did you hear about Bill Belichick on Sunday after the Jets win? He was caught drinking beers with somebody, like in the stadium. Oh no! The victory. It's almost as gross oh, as that. Yeah, and then they asked him what his favorite beer was, or he's like the cold one or cold one, as long as it's cold or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. he's he's still celebrating Jets wins. I know. Uh, it's like, yes, we we know Aaron Rodgers. You you have beaten the Bears a lot. We get it. The Bears suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have any stake in the game, but that's real annoying. It's kind of mm. funny, but if I was a Bears fan, I would be so. I'd so be like, annoying. okay, get over yourself, bro. You can't win a right. Super Bowl. Exactly. Like, Exactly. Anyway, uh, any more tight ends you want to talk about? <clears throat> no, I think we're good. Okay. All right. There you go. Waiver wires. Week eight. Can't believe it's already week eight of the NFL season. If you do a 14-week regular season and then week, what is it, 15, 16, 17 uh, for the, your playoffs, uh, you have halfway point your fantasy season. It's time to buckle down. Time to get you to the playoffs. Get some wins. See you tomorrow, guys. Later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. <laughs>